So you've decluttered, you're strengthening the mind-body connection, and now you want to learn how your thoughts play a role in why you feel overwhelmed. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episodes 19 and 20 first. Let's go. If there's anything I've learned from my time caring for the seriously ill, it's to appreciate the extraordinary gift of this thing we call life. Hi, I'm Dr. Kathy Zhang, palliative care physician, author, and speaker, and my goal is to bring the clarity, purpose, and meaning often found at the end of life to help you live your best and most fulfilling existence now. I truly believe everyone on this planet has a purpose, and it's my mission to help you filter out the noise and discover yours. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode, y'all. It is finally February, yes, or at least I'm finally recording this in February. The days are getting a little bit longer. It is not pitch black when I walk outside my house to leave and it's not pitch dark when I come back home from work. So I'm going to call that a win. And we just came back from Puerto Rico. So that was a really nice excursion. It rained a lot, actually. Um, But you know what? It was still a wonderful, wonderful trip. So I hope you're having a great time. I hope you're enjoying February as well. And because it's a short month, I swear it will fly by and we're going to be in spring and March before you know it. So make use of your time. Use it wisely. All right. So two weeks ago, we talked about decluttering and managing your external environment to prep you to go deeper, to deal with your overwhelm and your stress. Last week, we emphasized the mind-body connection. And this week, the most important week, we're going to talk about our inner thoughts, the mind itself, and how our thought patterns influence everything else in our personal lives, in our little ecosystem of us. And what one of my podcast guests, will, who you'll probably hear maybe in the next couple of weeks, call Earth School, which I love, and I'm going to borrow it. So there are some things that we should know about overwhelm. And as we mentioned in the episodes before, overwhelm is always caused by our thought patterns, our thinking patterns, and what we say to ourselves when no one is listening, okay? And it's how we give our thoughts meaning, the story that we tell ourselves about our thoughts that really create the internal narrative that really create the drama that create this overwhelming feeling that we're like, oh my God, I can't do with it. I can't deal with it. I can't do anything, etc. So there are some patterns of thinking that are particularly harmful when it comes to overwhelm. One of them is people pleasing. And you all know what this is, especially if you are a female out there. Okay. Females traditionally, culturally, and many, many cultures, the daughter or the daughter-in-law especially are expected to be people pleasers in a sense. They're supposed to be obedient and subservient and all of these things. 
And in many ways, even if we are not the people who are directly being affected by it, let's say you grew up in a very non-traditional household, then you might see perhaps in the workplace or amongst your friends or your family friends that women who are not obedient and not subservient are treated in a different manner and perhaps more harshly and thought of negatively as compared to women who are saying the right things and you know pleasing their families or their friends or their partners at their own expense and so these thoughts are pervasive throughout our society i recently was having an interaction with someone. I was commenting on some Facebook posts and this one woman was like, oh, you know, I'd love to bring my child with me to a, and move to a Spanish speaking country because they're learning Spanish now. And I think it'd be really, really great for them to have that immersive experience, but I'm so terrified of leaving everything behind. And, you know, we started talking a little bit and I got to learn more. And she basically was saying that she doesn't think that it would be a huge issue for her safety wise, because, you know, even here in the U.S., it's just as likely for someone to get hurt. And she was saying that her mom is actually really, really afraid for her and that she is easily influenced by other people's opinions. These are her words, not mine. And then we kept talking a little bit and I was like, ultimately, it's really up to you. This is a personal choice. I don't have any say in this, but I did ask the question, you know, ultimately, do you want to live your life? being influenced by other people's opinions or trusting your own. And in a sense, that's also people-pleasing in a way. Even when it comes to my own hair, my short hair, I love, 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 love short hair. I, I shed like a, you know, very large shedding animal when my hair goes really past my shoulder blades. And I just really love the freedom of having short hair. But some people in my life have been like, oh, you know, I think you're more pretty, you're more attractive, you're so pretty with long hair. And at a certain point in my life, I was like, okay, well, you know, these people find me attractive and they think I look better. So I'll just keep having long hair. And after a while, it's like, why am I living my life for them? Why is my happiness the expense that everyone else can take advantage of? And I, why am I living my life for them to feel happy about something as trivial, you know, not trivial for some people, but for me in some ways, as trivial as hair length, you know? So Another thing that people come across when it comes to overwhelm is being a perfectionist. Perfectionistic behavior is so, so rampant everywhere all the time. And I am definitely a victim of this. 
And this is super, super common in people who are especially high achievers, because clearly we have done many, many successful things in our lives to get to this point. And one of those things has probably been to be a perfectionist. But if you can think about it, perfectionism is just so destructive in so many ways. It prevents us from moving forward because we're wrapped up in this thought pattern that we have to be perfect. Otherwise, we're not worthy or otherwise it's not good enough. And if it's not good enough, then we're not good enough by association. And it's just incredibly, incredibly negative to live our lives in this manner. And then it also ties into this black and white thinking, which is another thing where we're like, okay, well, if I can't do it perfectly, then why even bother doing it at all? And a lot of perfectionists will fall back on this and say, well, I can't do it because, you know, if I try and I can't get it perfect, then there's no point in doing it at all. So they don't even attempt to do anything. And then that fear, that cycle of not attempting, even though they know that they should be attempting, makes it this vicious cycle of, oh my God, I should be doing something, but oh my God, if I do it and it's not perfect, then I would be worthless and I can't deal with that. So I'm just not going to do anything. And it goes round and round and round. And another thing that comes in is the should, right? We should all over ourselves. We're like, I should do this. I should do that. They're doing this. So I should be doing this as well. They are working two jobs and raising a family and they have a business. So I should be working three jobs and having more kids or, you know, having a bigger family or whatever it is and starting three businesses or all these things. We should, we should, we should. We put all of these expectations upon ourselves. And then we're like, why do I feel overwhelmed? Why do I feel like my life is totally out of whack and I have absolutely no control whatsoever? And I would rather crawl under a rock and hide in my bed all day than get up and face the day. It, you know, of course, we're going to feel overwhelmed. Of course, we're going to feel stressed. Of course, life is going to feel like it's too much for us to deal with, to handle when we're thinking in people-pleasing thoughts, when we're trying to be perfect, when we're saying that it's either black or white. Well, if I can't handle uh, any of it, then I won't be able to handle all of it or vice versa. All of this stuff is rooted in judgment and comparison and expectations. And again, expectations versus reality, that is literally the first episode that I ever recorded because it was so groundbreaking for me to realize that that was how I was living my life. And it was causing me a great deal of harm to do that. And so here's the solution when you're stuck in those thought patterns, which seem so fixed and you can't do anything about it. Oh, by the way, before I forget, if these episodes have been helping you, please give like a rating 
write a review, even a single sentence helps get this content out to more people so they can benefit from it. It is literally just me and my microphone, no ads or affiliates, at least not yet. I'm here on a weeknight. It's literally 10 o'clock. I've still got to shower and get ready for bed and go to work the next day. And I'm just putting these out, hoping that these episodes have been as helpful for you to hear as they have been for me to record because it's therapeutic and helpful for me as well. Cause I'm, I'm going through it right with you. I, I don't pretend to be an expert in all things, just perhaps maybe a little bit more experienced in some. So yeah. All right. Here's the solution when you're stuck in those thought patterns, which seem really, really fixed and you're overwhelmed with everything. Two words, invite possibility. Let me repeat that. Invite possibility because you can't just go from constant people-pleasing perfectionist thoughts to being like this laissez-faire conformist. And plus, if that happened and, you know, you became laissez-faire conformist, you probably overshot the landing. (laughs) I still want you to care. I just don't want it to let it dictate your entire life. And that's what possibility does. It brings just a little bit of doubt into your thoughts, which we always believe to be a thousand percent true. Because if we didn't believe them to be true, then why would we have these thoughts in the first place? Why would these thoughts cause the emotions and all these things that we're feeling? That little bit of doubt then helps our brains go, huh, okay, well, maybe this harmful, non-productive, negative thought isn't as all-powerful or all-consuming or all-encompassing as I once thought it was. So then once that possibility comes in, it's like, okay, well, maybe, maybe it doesn't have to be perfect. Maybe at some point I won't always think in black and white, or maybe at some point I won't always feel the need to be a people pleaser. That possibility is a dream the dream that one day you could be a little bit different than the person that you are now, but in a good way, a better version of yourself, not necessarily changing you, but just broadening who you are, just tweaking some things that may not be working the way that you want them to work to help them enrich your life rather than destroy it from within. and. Then the next step after you invite possibility in is to do something, take action. Remember, we said that action is the key to get out of overwhelm. So do something different. See if you can remove yourself from the situation of what's causing the overwhelm. Go for a walk, do some burpees or breathe deeply or watch a silly cat video. Have them go, you know, jump on one leg and pick your nose while you continue to think of these overwhelming thoughts. It sounds really weird but trust me, it actually works and you'll feel so different and you'll feel really, really absurd and ridiculous. And it instantly makes that emotion less intense. So that is a wrap for this series. You have some homework. I want you to think about how your thoughts are influencing your emotions and vice versa. I used overwhelm 
for these series because it's so common for so many of us and so debilitating. But all of this, the external environment, the mind-body connection, harnessing the power of your thoughts and being aware of how they influence our emotions and our actions and this downstream cascading effect into the rest of our lives, it applies to any emotion. So when you find yourself feeling something, first take notice, what am I feeling? Where in my body am I feeling this emotion? Is it in my chest? Is it you know, on my skin? Is it in my head? Is it in my feet? Is it in my stomach? Then name that emotion. Is it anxiety? Is it fear? Is it disappointment? Is it embarrassment? Is it nervous energy? Is it shame? And then try to work backwards to decipher the thought that is causing the emotion. Is it, I don't feel safe. I am not good enough. I feel scared because I don't know how this is going to end up. The more you notice it, the better that you get at it. And that's really what all of this is. It's helping us be more aware of what's going on around us. And then once we're aware of it, once we know what's happening, then we can take action to change it so that it benefits us. All right. So that is it. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week and take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. I'll see you on the next one. That was our show for today. Thank you so much for allowing us to spend some time together. If you like what you heard and you haven't already, please share with a friend, subscribe, rate, and write a review. You can follow us on Instagram at PurposeFilter and on our website, PurposeFilter.com. Join me next time for another episode, and thanks for listening.